Good morning. Today is Tuesday, June 30th, 2020. There's a mitzvah in the Torah, a prohibition in the Torah called me'ilah. Me'ilah means to misuse something that has been designated for holiness. So, for example, the classic example goes like this. If you have a, um, um, a carbon, uh, a sacrifice, so you designate an animal that you're going to offer as an offering in the Beit HaMikdash, and then you take this animal that is designated for holiness and you use it uh, for some personal purpose. You use it to uh, pull a plow or to carry a burden. So that is me'ila, to use a holy object for a personal purpose. Now, when the Rambam Maimonides explains this, the Rambam does so in a way that's not characteristic. The Rambam Maimonides is very rational, very logical, and gives explanations for the commandments, but usually in a very logical and rational way. And here, he says something that is much more philosophical than he normally does in his descriptions of mitzvot. And this is what the Rambam says. The Rambam says that a person should be very careful to learn about all of the commandments in the Torah. And if there is a commandment in the Torah that he does not find a reason for, he should not, not make light of it in his eyes. And his thoughts concerning Torah should not be like his thoughts in secular things. Presumably what the Rambam is trying to say is, in secular thought, or rather in mundane thought, let's say if I say something and you say something, if I disagree with you, so I reject what you say. But when it comes to what God says, even if we do not understand what it is, we should still not reject it. We should still accept it and treat it with respect. So far, by the way, he has not said anything about me'ila, which is what he's talking about. That is, this is in the laws of me'ila. This is like an introduction. So then the Rambam says as follows. Come and see how stringent the Torah is with me'ila. Me'ila means to take something, an object, it could be an animal, it could be wood or stones or earth, meaning an object that is designated for holiness. And because it was designated only by words, this is holy, that it becomes holy. And whoever treats that in a mundane manner, has committed the sin of Me'ila? Then the Rambam says, how much more so for a mitzvah that God has created for us, that a person should not reject it just because they do not understand it or they do not agree with it. Now, that's a very uncharacteristic way for Maimonides to describe the reason for the mitzvah. But Rav Soloveitchik, Rav Yosef Soloveitchik, the Rav, explains Maimonides in the following way. 
The mitzvah that we have in this week's parsha is the mitzvah of of um, paraduma. Paraduma means a red heifer, and it refers to a um, a ritual that um, if a person uh, has come into contact with the dead body, they're not allowed to enter the the. They become ritually impure. They're not allowed to come into the Beit HaMikdash, the Holy Temple, they're not allowed to offer an offering until they go through a ritual of purification. And the ritual of purification involves the ashes of this paraduma, this red calf, the ashes that are mixed with water and sprinkled by the Kohen. Okay, it's a very unusual, something outside of our experience. But the Torah begins the description and begins the parsha by saying, Zos chukas ha-Torah. This is the chok of the Torah. And normally, we understand the word chok to mean a law where we do not understand the reason for it. And our sages explain the reason, what, what it is that we do not understand about this particular mitzvah is as follows. The Torah says, that this is a ritual intended to make someone who is impure make them pure. However, the Kohen who actually fabricates this, who actually makes it and gets it ready, becomes impure. So the Talmud says, how is it possible that an object that is intended to make others pure should make the one who prepares it impure? It's a conundrum. And um, therefore, this mitzvah stands as a chok. It has a question that we do not understand the answer for. Says Rav Soloveitchik, why should there be such a category of commandments? I mean, God does command us in a lot of commandments that we understand, that make perfectly logical sense, that we can comprehend. Why should there also be this category of commandments? Says the Rav, this category of commandments is a demonstration of how we are to relate to God. A chok, a mitzvah whose logic eludes us, is meant for us to be able to surrender to the principle that God's knowledge is beyond our knowledge. And just because we don't understand something, it is not logical for us to reject it once we recognize that it comes from God whose knowledge is greater than ours. And that is the point of Me'ila. The point of Me'ila is to recognize that not only every object, but even every commandment comes from God, and therefore we cannot evaluate it based on our own personal standards. It has to be evaluated based on God's standards, which are, by definition, going to go beyond our own. The truth is, every single person has their own individual para-aduma mitzvah. Every person has a mitzvah, or mitzvos that it just doesn't make sense to me. I just don't understand why God cares about such a thing. I don't understand why 
I have to observe such a thing. I just, this one I don't get. Maybe the other ones I do get, but this one I don't get. And it will be different for each of us. Each of us, maybe there are many of us that have similar questions, but each of us will have a certain uh, point at which we will say, I just don't get it. I just don't understand why it has to be like that. And that is the moment when we need to remember the Rambam's lesson about Me'ila. That when there comes a mitzvah or any aspect of our relationship with God that we do not understand, we still have to embrace the fact that there will always be parts of God that we do not understand. There will always be parts of the Torah that are beyond our comprehension. Now, we keep trying. That doesn't mean that we simply do it and we stop all intellectual uh, investigation. And during the course of this week and in previous years and with God's help in future years, uh, I will provide, try to provide answers to how this does actually make sense. But we have to recognize that when we do not find the answer, it never means the answer is not there. You know, there are a lot of times we say, people will ask a question, you know, how could God have allowed the Holocaust? How could God allow a pandemic to affect the entire world? And often we'll say, there is no answer. There is no answer. That's not exactly correct. What we really mean to say is, there is an answer, but God has set up this world where we are not going to understand it, where the answers are not always available to us or accessible to us. But never that there is no answer. It's a recognition that God's knowledge extends far beyond our own. In the previous generation, there was a great scholar, his name was Rabbi Aaron Cutler. Rabbi Alan Kotler was a wonderful scholar, a very deep thinker, and he once had a question about a certain source in classical Jewish law. And it bothered him, and it puzzled him, and for years he tried to figure out an answer to this particular passage, and he was not able to for many years. Until finally, one year, he came up with an answer. And he was so happy that after all those years, he finally found a solution to this question that he celebrated. And he shared with others how happy he was to be able finally to have an answer to this passage in Jewish law. And at the time he said, do you know the merit by which I was rewarded? to finally find this answer, he said about himself, it's because in all the years I had this question, I never thought that the fault was in the passage. I always understood that the fault was in me and I had to come up with the answer. Now he was just talking about another human being and about a passage in Jewish law that was written about a human being. The Rav and the Rambam are talking about what is in God, and that applies certainly in a much stronger way. There are mitzvos that we are not going to be able to understand, but it is fundamental that we appreciate 
that God's knowledge will always extend beyond our own. My friends, I want to wish you a great day. I hope to see you again soon in person. 